welcome, welcome back to Bright Black with Tiro, where we shed light and grow. Our discussion in this episode is dedicated to new and curious fortune tellers. Click on the links below for related journals, helpful videos, and articles. As always, you turn the wheel of fortune in your own life, so you're going to let your own intuition be the foremost leading guide. Let's begin. We move on in our discussion about symbols to islands. And islands, there are really different types of islands, aren't there? There are many that are formed perhaps from the tectonic plates that move over hot spots. This is where we get our volcanic islands. Then there are islands of ice that move on the surface of the ocean. And then we think about the typical island sometimes, right? Where you have a, a form or a mass that is formed from the continental split, right? When the continents broke off. And so you have pieces of land there, small pieces of land that form an island or the standard uh, sand collection, right? That collects on the continental shelf, but underneath, it's still connected to the mainland. And I know that many of you know exactly what I'm talking about. So here, that's what, you know, many just basic different forms of islands. And I would say that many, if you were to ask them what an island means to them, you're going to get a different response. And so remember that our discussions are an introduction to symbols. It is up to you to use our discussions to think about what these things mean to you and to broaden your your horizon or to broaden your sense of uh, fortune telling. When you're using fortune telling or divination, what is your intuition saying to you? You want to be able to broaden your reach of the of your intuition. And so you we we see islands in one way, but in different circumstances they can completely change. And there are different extremes in our view of the island. So, some see it as dark, others will see it as light. Some will see it as a place of fantasy, another might see it as a place of nightmares. One might view the island as an escape. Another might see an island as a place of captivity. One sees solitude or feels a sense of solitude when they see the island. Another will feel destitute or, or a place of destitution. It is a place for the dead in, for some beliefs or a place of blessing in others. Some feel like it is connected to loneliness. Others, it's connected to sensuality. For the most part, most answers you'll get that an island is a place of rest or a place of adventure. And so those are some different extremes and contrasts that you'll see with islands. But when it comes to divination, we like to go a little bit further, don't we? We like to look at the undercurrent. We like to look at what the energy is giving off when we visualize an island or when we see island in cards or let's say it's the tarot or other different divinatory systems. You'll see an island plane in the background. Sometimes we don't even pay attention to that, but it is giving off energy, does it not? As I say, even the grass in a picture is trying to tell you something. Every part of the image is trying to give you information at one time or another. It's just which of it is pushing its way to the surface during the reading. And so the island, I would say in my tidbit, here's, here's my view. 
my view is that when you are looking at the island, the undercurring energy that it is giving off is whatever you desire it to be. That's it. Whatever is your desire at that time is what the island is giving off. And so we keep in mind that the island is, you know, has a connection to the mainland. And so the mainland, I would say, is our consciousness. Our mainland is our connection perhaps to other people, depending on the situation or the reading. So there is a connection that is happening that is, you know, that is there that appears to be, you know, that there, whether we see it or not. But now we have something that comes forward to say that it is surrounded by the waters of our psyche. So when you see the island, we're thinking, okay, what is my, what is my desire? What is the desire that is pushing itself forward at this time? What is it that is within my psyche that I need to pay attention to? So the things that we perhaps isolate are isolate from others that we don't tell others about, those desires like secrets, memories, trauma, what we truly want but don't tell anyone about. Okay, it could even be those small things that may seem unrelated on the surface, but really this is what's causing us to feel small in different situations, making us feel vulnerable, perhaps alienated, making us feel like we have to retreat from a situation. And other times it feels like we are inaccessible to others, right? It appears that way on the outside, but something is going on. Um, and it would make us feel perhaps like we are standing alone, like we are our own island. Now, I'm sure you've heard the saying that no one man is an island, you know, and that is in reference to people need people. But there are times that there are things that are going on that make us feel like we are alone in the world, like we are our own island. While there might be an undercurrent or a connection that keeps us tied to these other people, we don't feel connected to these other people. We don't feel connected. We don't feel part of the group. We don't feel part of the mainland. And then again, we're, you know, we're talking about what we don't tell other people. That inward part that's down deep in our psyche, those waters that are within us. Right, that subconscious that's connected to the conscious and the things that occur in between those things that make us feel some type of way that other people don't even realize what's occurring. It's that behind the scenes motive, right? And then, and then lastly, I would say that the island could invoke in us, making us feel like we have to go inward to find treasure. So it's not always something negative. It's not always something bad. Sometimes we have to go inward. We have to go into our own island. And remember, the island sometimes can represent many different things. Remember those extremes? It can be a place, uh, a place that is barren, but it can also be a paradise filled with many different treasures, feel, filled with many different variety of healing properties, things that are able to nurture us, heal us, cure us, 
of certain types of feelings, certain types of situations. And so sometimes we do have to go into that island to find that treasure, to go within and see that there is worth there and then bring that to the surface or deal with those things that might be making us feel vulnerable. And then instead of feeling uh, lonely, we can feel that sense of passion, not just for other people, but for ourselves and the things that we are reaching for in life. Okay, so that's it uh, for now. That's just a little tidbit, my own little humble thoughts. And again, these are just introductory thoughts. It's up to you to do further research and to really sit down and do an examination on what it might mean to you so that when you are doing a reading, your intuition is clear on what is being said to you or presented to you at that time. Okay, now that's it for now. I'm so glad that you were able to join me. Thank you for joining me here at Bright Black with Tarot, where we shed light and grow. Now be sure to click on those links below. There are journals, tips, and tools for the new and curious. Now, if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, you know what to do. You're going to leave a comment below, or you're going to email me at brightblackwood at gmail.com, or you're going to go to brightblackwood.com, and you'll either book a reading there. There's also, uh, just for fortune tellers, you can do a reading for yourself, and if you want a second eye, there is a link to something called a fortune teller's consultation, and so you can book a session there. There are also blogs and videos, like how-to videos videos for those who are new. And uh, yeah, until next time, take care.